Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns post-game show. I'm Lindsay. That's Flex. That's Espo. And that's right. We got sexy sacks tonight because the Phoenix Suns took care of business when it mattered most. Took down the Sacramento Kings 130 to 125. Might have been a little ugly, but you got the dub. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And of course, the biggest win of them all. Because then we get sexy sacks. Yep. There you go. Oh, you hit the post with that one. It's perfect. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Flex goes, leans over to me in the middle of my dancing, goes, can you really dance during a... No, I call? said... I, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. During go ahead. a Buscemi. Let's hit it. Tonight was a Buscemi. <laughs> yes. It wasn't pretty. It got the job done. Uh, and, and yes, you can dance. You can. What you can't do is get out of your chair and dance. Right. And you cannot bust out the plastic saxophone. Exactly. Those are the two rules. You okay. can dance in your chair to the okay. sexy sax, yes. but there's no additional uh, excessive <laughs> jocularity. All right. Okay. Got yeah, it. I got it's it. It's more of a subtle dance, right? You, you got to keep you got it close. It. I got it. But Nothing a total Buscemi tonight. Definitely. Right. Honestly, it was like deja vu all over again from Saturday, except yes. for this time. It was a better ending. Yes. Yeah. It kind of made up for for that game. Listen, we just talked about it right before we came live. I think the Suns should have won Saturday and lost tonight. And so it balances out. And uh, super producer Jacob over there, you know, he was having a conversation before we came on. And he said it. You got to win ugly sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and good teams win ugly. They find a way to get these wins. And the Suns did that tonight. And so I I'm I agree with you as a Buscemi, but at the same time, you, you, I, I think losing Brad Beal. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that was know, part of why it was ugly. Yeah, yeah. Losing Brad Beal hurts. And then uh, Lindsey nailed it earlier. I mean, what was the expectation for Royce? 15 minutes? Yeah. He doubled it. Frank Vogel said coming into this game that their goal was to get him in, you know, around 15 minutes tonight. He had 11 in his debut with the Suns on Saturday. He far passed that number. He played 30 minutes tonight. But honestly, I mean, he needed all 30 of those minutes. Like he contributed in such great ways, like especially in that fourth quarter, doing all the little things, all the dirty work. There was a point in time there where I think he he had an assist and then he had his own bucket and a rebound, I think, or a steal. I don't remember. It was a steal. I don't know if they credit him with the steal, but he put it. He he basically closed out the possession for us and got his hand in there. But yeah, I mean. He just stuffed the damn box score, man. Yeah. Well, you you said they should have lost Saturday, or they should have won, won Saturday. Should have lost today. Yeah. What was the difference? Royce O'Neal played crunch time minutes and defense today. Yeah. They didn't have that in the game against the Warriors, and I think that was a big difference. I mean, yeah. he. You can see how he is another connective tissue guy, yeah. a glue guy. He is a garbage man out there doing all the all the dirty work out there. And the other thing that I saw that he that he brought to the table, he got emotion out of Katie. Like mm-hmm. emotion we haven't seen. He chest bumped Royce, was screaming, like yeah. he he pulled that out too, which which I feel like that's what Royce's one of Royce's big things is going to be here is pulling that emotion yeah. out of teammates, like because he made a big play and then he's hyping the crowd. Yeah. He's calling for the crowd to cheer. <laughs> it's that attitude, and we we said maybe that that Jay Crowder kind of mindset, that's that, the PJ Tucker before him. 
I feel like that's what what you're already seeing uh, two games into this experiment with Royce O'Neal, and I like it. That was a hell of a lot of fun uh, with what you saw from him. Not the sexiest stat line. Not not. I loved I mean, it. I, mean, I, don't I mind loved it. it. Listen, I loved it. Nine points, yeah. one block, four steals, five assists, four rebounds. Four rebounds. Yeah. I agree, but like two of five from deep. I'm not mad at no, that at all. I'm not mad at it, but it. if you're just box score surfing, right? Yeah, but like also I think do. if you are box score surfing... You need to look at the you, whole picture. You look at those five assists and four <clears throat> steals on a block from Royce O'Neal, yeah. I'm beyond thrilled yeah. with that. Yeah, and, like, and Eliminate will, the rebounds and the uh, points, I'm still happy with I'm that. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not happy. No, it's no, no. It doesn't look sexy. You're surfing, I still think for Royce O'Neal, like... That is kind of a sexy stat line. Yeah. It fits perfectly for who oh, he is. I agree. Yeah. You know what it is? A lot of times people just, when they look at a box score, they go directly to points. Yeah. But if you look at the totality of it, like you said, nine points, four, go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. No, you good? I was just going to say, plus the nine points off of this son's bench is actually kind of huge. Huge. I mean, that's as many points as they've had some yeah. games right? as a bench. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, yeah. that yeah. is kind of sexy for it points is. off the bench for the Rolls Suns Royce. this season. That's, that's Rolls Royce numbers. I mean, again, like, nine points, four rebounds, five assists, four steals, a block, right? I, I hate plus minus, but he did have the highest plus minus on the that team. Too. Highest plus too. minus on the team. Plus and to 13, me... To me, what I what I liked the most was again. I think it was at the two thirty five mark, Jacob. Right, it's roughly two thirty five mark in the fourth. Yes. Royce O'Neal makes that steal, mm-hmm. closes About out that there. possession. It About was somewhere there. around there, around the two thirty two thirty five mark. And then his teammates. So two things happened that I saw. Teammates looking for him to take big shots, and then the coaching staff and his teammates. Wanting him in the game to close out the game in crunch time mm-hmm. defensively. So, yeah, it only took him one game to get all that trust from his team. That's that's pretty good. Man. Well, and he's he's what you wanted from Josh Akogi. Guy mm-hmm. that can play defense, what did he do? He hit the big three when he was open in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was he didn't shy from taking that shot. That's right. Right? And that's... That's what you you want from the defensive stopper, right? Then they were able to to get that out of him tonight, and he played fantastic defense. That is, this guy will be playing in that closing rotation a lot. Yeah. Okay, here. so Xavier said Royce might be fourth quarter answer. Is it too soon to go to, that yeah, far? Yeah, too maybe, soon. But, too soon. but also <clears throat> a viable option? Yeah, I think it's too soon, but... Um, I do think that in the fourth quarter, I don't know if we're talking like when you think fourth quarter struggles, what do you think about offense? But I also believe that Royce is going to bring such an upgrade defensively and in crunch time. Now, yeah, he can he can absolutely be a guy that we depend on in the fourth quarter. I don't know if he's quite the answer yet, though. Okay. Well, it remains to yeah, be seen, yeah. but so far, so far, so good with everything we're saying. A lot of people in the chat are saying, uh, Royce O'Neal is that X factor in general. Mm-hmm. He's also our X factor tonight. Our PHNX X factor goes to Royce O'Neal, the newcomer. We love to see it. Yeah. Two solid games so far from him. Still trying to get into the mix and learn everything that comes with uh, joining a new squad. But I, you couldn't have asked for a better first no. two games from this guy, and especially tonight. Home debut. Right. You mm-hmm. got the pressure of your home debut. You got the coaches telling you we're going to ease you in 15 minutes potentially. And you double that. Um, hit big shots, play hella, hella defense. Yeah, man. I mean, I love what he brought to the table, man. I got no complaints from my boy Royce. Yeah. And I, I love I love his passing ability. That's mm-hmm. something that we talked about. With him, uh, and it's sneaky good. Yeah. is per 36 uh, was Four. fantastic yeah. on that. Uh, and then you look at Thad Young, who they're reportedly getting uh, as well, and that's another guy that can do that. Uh, very good uh, on that front. Uh, this bench has gotten more dynamic. Uh, it's definitely with Royce and then uh, with the reported signing of, of Thad Young uh, it also got more interesting. I like that they have smart, high IQ guys mm-hmm. on that bench, and and Royce is proving that in two games in how how high that IQ is. Yeah, he's a, he's a true vet. And Espo, you brought up the emotion that he kind of brings out of guys, like specifically Kevin Durant. I also really like that late in the game too, 
when they would go to the guys over on the bench, he was talking. Talking. He was one of the loudest ones in the huddle over there, making sure that everyone was communicating with one another. And we've talked, we talked about that. Gerald, you know, out at practice, talked to Frank Vogel, talked to Bradley Beal and Royce O'Neal. And all three of them talked about how vocal he is already in just one game already making sure that his teammates are communicating more and communicating in better ways and we got to literally see that can i can i piggyback on that of course all right so we talked about the other day how he has a reputation for talking Mm -hmm. and it's it's contagious what did you see today from book at the end of the game. The same thing. Same thing. Pulled the computer. Pulled the computer. Yeah. The whole computer. <laughs> He's like, yo. Not even an iPad this time, you guys. Like right. a full-on laptop. Pull, pulled that right. MacBook Pro Next over from the second row. Next time we're getting a desktop, we right. go from an iPad to a computer, roll out the desktop. He's going to look like desktop. that 90s kid <laughs> exactly. meme where he's pointing at the computer. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know what, th- these are the things that don't show up in box scores, and these are the things that are not going to show up when you talk about uh, trade, you know, uh, gr- uh, trade deadline grades and stuff like this this guy comes in he starts talking it's contagious and now you're seeing Devin Booker's volume raise up you're seeing KD's volume raise up right so naturally when you're around a guy that's volume is that high it, it's almost you stand out if your volume is low especially if you're Devin Booker and Kevin Durant so yeah man Royce I, I, I don't want to jump the gun it's only been like two games but damn yo I, I love that, it that cultural impact like that's not <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's not crazy to say just him coming in could have that what I loved about the book computer thing though Mm-hmm. wasn't going over an offensive play defense he yeah. pulled it over to talk defense yeah. and to talk defensive rotations in yeah. that uh, in that final minute there and, and that that speaks volumes to me too because everybody's like oh Devin's a, doesn't care about defense no he damn well cared about defense because he was pissed on their botch rotation the previous time the Aaron Fox three yeah. yeah and then uh, and then he was making sure they didn't screw up again that's right uh, late there in the game I love that you know who could have helped tonight against Sabonis Thad Young Give me some dab. I got you. You got it. <laughs> Dad Young. I'm I'm just keep I mean, that's I'm keeping it one hundred. That's that you look at this game and you're like, okay, he he was torching us. And then you sit in the back of your mind and say, Oh, damn, dad is coming though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's who would have been helping tonight in that situation. So a lot to be excited about. Do we think that there's a possibility <clears throat> at all that he comes and plays tomorrow? No. Realistically, I don't think so. No, I feel no. like it's going to take a little longer. Well, they yeah, got to you know, finalize stuff. They haven't stuff. even officially yeah. signed him yet. Right. So, so unfortunately, we're going to have to wait. Yeah. Quite a yeah. little bit. Of time. I, I wouldn't About be shocked. Yeah, All Star. Yeah. After All Star. Well, that's right? this weekend. No, that's Tomorrow's our last game of the Tomorrow's week. Tomorrow's right? our last game. 22nd yeah. against Dallas. There you go. There you go. Quite a while until we see him. Um, all right, a couple of super chats about this game before we move on and hand out a few more awards here. Uh, Cody sent us one and said, don't get me wrong, I'm stoked for the win, but the refs had like 1,800 bajillion no calls in favor of the Suns. Finally, one in the <laughs> Suns' direction. Yeah, like like the super producer said, man, you got to Sometimes you got to have these, these breaks. I mean, there's so many games where you can look at that and it's the opposite. Right, so we got the call tonight, and yeah, I mean that's the game of basketball. You get the whistle, you're in good shape. If you don't, you may not be. So yeah. tonight we got the whistle. We said it here before. NBA refs suck all around. Mm-hmm. It's not one way. <laughs> it's a, it's all the way. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we also got one from Joshua, and they said, "I thought the refs were gonna steal this one, but hell no. Nice fight, son. <laughs> <laughs> NBA referees suck." All the way around. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Justin sent us one as well. They said lots of missed opportunities tonight, but our effort got us through it. O'Neal made his presence known. I couldn't right. agree more. I feel like that's one of, okay, Flex. So in the pregame show, we were talking about how the last time these two teams faced off, it felt like they kind of got a little lucky. Yeah. Feel like they got lucky tonight, or do you feel like they were able to like grind it out? I think this was a grind. When, when you're down 25 in the other one, that's luck. Okay. But tonight it never really got really out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a little bit of a seesaw tonight. Yeah, it, we, you saw it shift back and it forth. It was shifting there. back and forth. So I would call this one a, gr- a, a gritty grind out game, not a lucky one. Okay, yeah. that's fair. All right, before we uh, move on to the next topic, 
real quick, let's dive into Bradley Beal because a lot of people are already asking about it. And I do have an update for you guys. So Bradley Beal left the the game in the first quarter with a hamstring injury. He yeah. did not return. A uh, couple super chats here. Alex said, how worried are we about Beal? Michael said, a Beal gamble away from a five-game win streak. True. Close. That's true. And then Trevor said, time for Beal to get the hamstring and nose right for the break. Keep that one. We'll return back to Trevor's a little bit later for the second half. So Gerald just tweeted out that Frank Vogel said that Bradley Beal is going to be out for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He pulled his hamstring. He's calling it a strain. Yep. They don't think it's too serious, and they hope he doesn't miss too much time with the All-Star break. All right, so I, I will follow. I sent a text, and I got the response I got was minus strain. Minus strain. Okay. So minus strain for a major comeback? Is that what they said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I, 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 I do not, based on what Gerald just tweeted out mm-hmm. and based on what I got from the text from people I trust, I do not think this is going to be an issue. It's a mild strain. We got the all-star break coming. We got the Pistons tomorrow. I totally anticipate Brad Beal and the whole crew being ready for Dallas on the 22nd. That, I know it's early as hell to say that, but sometimes you just know when it's more serious. And yeah. based on what the information I got and what Gerald's saying, I'm, I'm certain he'll be okay. Yeah, with the all-star break, whatever. Go yeah. rest, take... Take the time, heal up, yeah. get your nose straightened out. That's it. Uh, and if Might you're be back, good. If you're back for Dallas, great. If you're not back till that second game, fine. Just don't do anything that keeps you out extended period. Don't force yourself back too soon or anything. Take the time. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and we okay. So you guys aren't worried? No, 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 not at all. I mean, I just don't get that feeling from my communication. But another thing, Lens, is like when you see hammies, a lot of times when you see hammies, if they're serious, you know right away. Like you know, dude gotta help you to the back. Yeah, you he, you're he down. was playing he was playing throw it and then he took a moment when he was like, yo, I, I don't think it's anything to worry about. I mean he did scream the F word when he, he felt did. it. You could see it. No, he but, did, yeah. but it, it actually happened before that <laughs> yeah, shot. Yeah. yeah. So he he tweaked it, stood in the game, and then actually elevated, hit a jumper, yeah, came and down was and was like, like yeah, fuck. That's not right. It's not right. Yeah. But the fact that it wasn't an instantaneous pop, hey, come get me. That happened to book in the playoffs against the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. When you feel it pop, it's like, no, come get me. I'm done. He played a little bit more. I don't think it's anything to worry about. Well, fingers crossed it's not. I feel bad for him. The poor guy. Good Lord. He if somebody poor. can't catch a break, I mean, thank goodness with all these injuries. <laughs> you make, you make them, 50, them doctor 50 bills million. Be pricey. <laughs> um, I just feel bad. Yeah. Literally, it's one thing after the next. You get healthy, you start to feel good with your team, you're broken nose. <laughs> you, you figure out your mass situation, you start to get used to that hamstring. Right. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was kind of his MO, though. Yeah, I mean, and for, fair or not, it was, guy gets injured a lot, uh, and it's played out that way so far. But look, like we've talked about, the time you need him healthy, April to June. Yeah. Um, all right. So everyone's asking, since Bradley Beal is out tomorrow, mm-hmm. should Royce O'Neal start? Yes. 100%? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not there yet. Is it too soon? I, I'm not there yet. Well, because so you're going to slide in there. Well, no, I, I think you go. Well, I think, you always I, go. Yeah, I think you. Exactly. No, what Lynn's saying. I, I think you go with E.G. Grayson, Book, uh, K.D. Nurk. And I think that it is. See, here's the thing. This is what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Don't f- try to fool nobody. Uh, Royce is going to come off the bench in the playoffs. It's imperative that he f- masters that role. When you start throwing him into the starting lineup and bringing him out, it, it messes up rhythm. Well, right Flex, now, he mastered it tonight. Now that, but he wasn't start. Just, yeah, I'm no, he, you know, he came <laughs> off the bench and played well. I like to see that follow up another night because that, Lizzie just said it. Nine points off the bench. I mean, sometimes we're lucky to get. Nine, Nine points total. off the bench <laughs> off the total, right. So I, I'm not there yet, Espo, but you could be right. Maybe, maybe matchups dictate I, playing them all. It's Detroit. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. Start you tomorrow. I don't like uh, Damn, dog. I mean, uh, that, <laughs> start me tomorrow. That's the whole point. It's Detroit. Like, I got you. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it. I, Give some of the guys a little bit. Honestly, tomorrow, the whole plan for me, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, um, I would love for Katie and Book to only play like 20 minutes tomorrow. That'd be great. Oh, well, hopefully wonderful. they're up big enough. That would that be that's great. Not an issue, yeah, but. And you know, EG plays good when he gets more minutes. So yeah, he should be. That's all right. true. 
Um, speaking of tomorrow, we do have a few tickets left for our takeover. If you guys want to come hang out with us, you can get your tickets over at gophnx.com and a ticket to the takeover gets you a ticket to the game, which we're all going to go watch together, sit in the same section and have a great time. And it also includes pregame festivities. We're going to head out to the Desmond. We'll have food and beverage, and then we'll walk on over and catch the game. It's going to be a blast, a little love in basketball, if you will, for Valentine's Day. So Again, go phnext.com if you want to come hang with out with us. And of course, if uh, you're looking to get a little cash in your pocket, our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union are wanting to hook you up right now. They are going to give you $200 in bonuses when you open a free checking account online. For more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. So get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Flex. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I have such, such emotion for you, Flex. Okay. And, uh, you know, what I like to give when, when I have a deep emotion for somebody. Money? Uh, no, you have more than enough of that. <laughs> Uh, and I'm well aware of that. Uh, they say the, the quickest way to a man's heart is is through his stomach. Yeah, that's true. Which, if you ask a surgeon, that's bullshit. But uh, and I got to tell you, you mean that much to me that I want to tell you about some burros. Because oh, you keep telling have, me about some burros. They have tell the me. best Mexican food in the state. I'm mm. just going to tell you that's the truth. Uh, I don't lie to you. And they were voted uh, Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant by people that uh, I was not privy to know who they are, but I've just <laughs> been told here that they, they voted them uh, most loved in Arizona. Uh, they've got fantastic food and you got to try their Fiesta platter, which is loaded with mouth-watering red and green chili beef mini chimmies. Damn. I love the mini chimmies. I do too. Uh, so I don't know what good. a chimney is. Homemade Taquitos, chips, fresh guac, their famous hot sauce. You have not had hot Y'all sauce. I gotta take try me there. Out. I told you I will. It's yeah. right up near the, the, the we, gotta go. we, you know, we gotta so, go. We gotta go. Check there's out also their new just north of here too. Yeah, yeah. you guys can go for lunch. And there's one uh, in Goodyear now. Uh, so go check it out. Uh, and you can find a Sunburrows near you at sunburrows.com. Let them cater your next meal, big or small. Order online or find one near you. By visiting someburrows.com. Uh, also, mm-hmm. Flex, uh, you're, you, you like inside information. I, mean, I love this, it. It's yeah. true, right? Yeah. You know where you can get the best inside information? No, I don't. Ask, go tell me. Go phnx.com. Become a diehard. Oh. Uh, and for one low fee, you can get all the information you need. You will feel like... You are on the inside, <laughs> uh, whether it's you know with us or with the teams. Uh, you can check it out. You'll get great content, exclusive information in our Discord, uh, great chats with us as well, uh, and you get exclusive video content too. So go become a diehard today at gophnx.com. All right, guys, let's hand out a few more awards. Before we get to our big, bright, shining star, we do actually have one more PHNX factor, and that's going to go to Grayson Allen. So Grayson Allen. Oh, fancy. I like that. I love it. Grayson Allen finished with 19 points tonight. He also had a block, a steal, four assists, four rebounds, and he was two of five from deep. A nice outing for Grayson Allen. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Are we really going to do my man EG dirty like this? We, we're not mentioning EG. We didn't go to EG first. No, I think we do Grayson Allen and then EG. That's that's okay. just crap. The chat told we're, me. We're going in reverse order. Oh, we're going. Okay. So second sure. half. But, then we'll go back to the first half. Grayson Allen was the Eric Gordon of the third quarter. Exactly. I mean, he was fantastic in that third uh, Grayson does some things that always make you go, how the hell did he just get to the hoop and do that? Uh, and the third quarter was a, a p- perfect example of that tonight. Yeah, Grayson was terrific. He he just, again, I'm not su- I'm not surprised, man. He's no. just a good basketball player. Like, there's not many nights where I look at a game and I have anything bad to say about Grayson. Um, he just comes out, he makes his shots, he, he attacks the defense, he plays defense, he plays hard. 
that uh, that play against uh, De'Aaron Fox, the, mm-hmm. the tough, flagrant foul, where everybody got chicken from. Listen, <laughs> it was flagrant. Yeah. But it wasn't dirty. In exactly. That it wasn't malicious. No. Yeah. Because I know that was one of the big things with when it happened. Everyone was like, oh, no. Yeah. The no. Grace and Allen experience, whatever, whatever. I don't personally think it was dirty. No, it was all. a flagrant. But I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, he, he he got a hit above the head, above the neck. Mm-hmm. And so it's a flagrant. But I, I really believe he was just trying to make a hard play. And you could tell the way he fell out of bounds. He tried to catch Fox. He also hit the ground hard. It's a lot of momentum. I think, here's what I think happened. I honestly think that on that play, like in, when it slowed down, it looked like he anticipated Fox to kind of elevate at a certain time and he didn't. And so he thought where Fox's head was, that's where the ball was going to be. But Fox never actually jumped and that's why he hit him in the head. Yeah, but, um, they were they were also they both kind of awkwardly. Yeah, it, it was just a weird, was play. weird play. Uh, yeah, but then Fox proceeded to miss both free throws, and each one of the Suns guys out of the court stepped forward, pointing at the crowd because they knew chicken was on its way. It's literally the loudest Fox. the crowd is all game True. long, no matter so what. Amazing. So it wasn't flagrant. Something about, so something it, about free food. Yeah, you know? you yeah, a flagrant became that. free chicken. Yes. That's that's, so that's we nice. should be thanking Grace. We should Allen. be thanking so, Grace. And the refs, because everyone who said it wasn't even a flagrant. Well, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have gotten we got So what you're in. saying is it was a foul foul? Oh boy. That's a chicken <laughs> pun. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's late, people, and I've been here a long time. Oh all my right? goodness. All right, now we can give a little bit of love to Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon had a fantastic first half of this basketball game. Uh, finished with 23 points, one block, three assists, three rebounds, four of nine from deep. 20 in the first half. He did have 20 in the first half. Three in yes. the second half. But EG was basically single-handedly keeping us in this yeah. game in the first. Yeah. So, so we let EG start the game tomorrow, let Roy start the second half, and and we're good. And yeah. we found the magic solution. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, no, I thought, listen, uh, you know, Beal goes out quick. Mm-hmm. Gordon's not ready. You know, he's thinking he's going to come into his normal minutes. He gets yeah. thrown out there. He hits a three real quick, gets to the lane, got an alley-oop dunk from Royce O'Neal. Yeah, that was that um, was crazy. It that was, was like, crazy. It was like somebody hit the reset button and it was 2012 again. Here's what I believe happened. <laughs> Royce is so new to the damn team. That he, he don't I, don't, I don't even think he realized that was uh-uh. Eric. I think he's curling and he's like, okay, back door. I'm throwing it to some. Oh shit, that's Eric. And, <laughs> and like, Eric that's, went, that's I what it looked like. And then Eric's <laughs> like, yeah, I did this in the Bahamas, man. I I can do. I can still do this off of two feet, which is because I've seen EG jump, dunk a lot off one leg, but that was off of two two feet. He went up there, got it. Twenty at the half. I do. I do not like. And y'all, don't get mad at me. Neither one of y'all for saying this. Oh, I'm going to be mad at you. Oh, man. Lindsay's been mad at me all night. <laughs> Listen, do not get mad at me for saying this. But I don't like when we kind of separate, like if we say 20 and a half, but then he didn't do nothing. Like 20 is 20 to me. I don't I give a damn what part of the game you get it done because you need everything at the end. So I get it. I agree with you, actually. I'm not mad at you for that. Okay. However... Comma. <laughs> I think the reason is because so many people will look at the the ending of the game yeah. as the most important part. That's fair. And so I think that's why sometimes you have to say it. And when you give love to somebody who maybe had a really shitty fourth quarter, people will remember that a little bit more just because it's recent. And it's the, the heightened emotion of the game is when right. it's about to end. Right. Okay. So I think it's important to mention it. But I also fully agree with you that the first quarter counts just as much as the fourth quarter That's in my right. book because right. if you don't have 30-plus points in the first quarter, you're going to lose this game. There you go. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I agree. Right. I think it's just different ways of fandom, but I I still, I'm with you. I get it. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're back in a 25-point deficit situation if you don't get the kind of Eric Gordon mm-hmm. you get in the first half. And yeah. it's like that fallacy in baseball. Oh, you got to bring your closer in. In the ninth, that's just the way it is. It's like, yeah, but those three outs in the seventh might be the most important important, or the sixth, whatever the case may be. It's tough to determine what what points in a game are most impactful. Yeah, would it have been nice if he scored more than three points in the second half? 
yeah, hell yeah, it would have been nice. But I also understand the importance of those 20 points in the first half to keep this team on track. So he deserves deserves his credit there. Yeah, and then hello in the chat said, Flex, you, Espo, and Saul didn't give EG X Factor because he only had a great first half, not second. That's not true. We wanted to. But we were loading Jacob with way too many. Graphics. It was lined up. I mean, it was. So I was ready. We well, just we just said, listen, we already made you make a couple extra things for us tonight. We'll just mention this one. Well, I mean, yeah. give me give me the argument of E.G. over Royce, and I and if if there's a compelling argument, I will happily admit that I don't want we're that wrong. argument. I just I'm want just, us to appreciate. Yeah, Albright. well, that's All why them, we gave him yeah. love. Yeah. I'm just, uh, you know. I think it's hard to deny how much of an X factor Royce was this evening, for sure. Yeah, all three of them deserve praise tonight. They all deserve X factors, and they all got it. Eric, or excuse me, not Eric, uh, Jacob, (laughs) can you hit the the X sound effect for Eric Gordon, please? Yeah, that sounds good. See, see, there okay. we go. My high keys are not there working tonight. So. <laughs> so, so there, he is officially an X Factor. You're welcome, chat. All right, should we give out one more, one more uh, flower? Yeah, why not? This time we'll do our big, bright, shiny star. I'm a big, bright, shining star. It goes to Kevin Durant. He finished with 28 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Katie got himself a double double. Also add in one steal in there. Yeah. yeah, good game by Kevin. Kevin. We should be in Olympics. Should, we keep doing synchronized. It. Yeah, it was really great analysis. You know what? We watched too much Usher at halftime, and now we're just saying yeah, yeah. in uh, in sync <laughs> tonight. Uh, but really good effort from from Katie tonight. This was one of those games where vintage Kevin Durant, right? Yeah. Eleven of seventeen uh, went out there on on the boards. Just did everything uh, you needed to hit. Some of those uh, difficult shots that. That you look at Katie and go, wow, he makes that look real easy. That yeah. you know that kind of mid range from the side of the court, almost behind the backboard, yeah. hits that over a guy, Elbow, no problem. Yeah. Uh, this was this was vintage Katie, hell of a game for him. Yeah, Katie did Katie things. I, I thought the fourth quarter, there were a couple stretches, two three minute stretch where they were going back and forth. You go, I go. You yeah. go, I go. Right, everybody was just making shots, and Kevin went stride for stride with him. Um, he hit that patented elbow mid-range jumper, and I, I hit like two, three in a row. And so he kept us in. He kept us in the game uh, long enough for us to pull away. And so yeah, Kev, Kev's great Hall yeah. of Famer, first ballot. What's up? Slim Valley. What's so funny? Did we? Yes, did we I made him a, a rebound. <gasps> Kevin Durant wow. had eleven rebounds. Eleven. The chat is letting me know that's eleven. for sure. Somebody uh, says twelve. Ter- I don't know what the real number Ter- is. Terrence is trying to give him an extra. ESPN so. right now says eleven. We'll 11, board, 11 boards for slam. When there was eight seconds left, what did I ask you, Flex? You I said, is he going to get anything else? Oh, I thought you, you said, said they won't get the ball again. So I said, oh, he's not getting another board or any more points. <laughs> he came oh, in a little bit. But no, he's right. Listen, he, I, I, that was my bad. That was my bad. Blame Flex. <laughs> Three seconds left. I'm like, yo, it's over. It's a wrap. I was anticipating uh, talking about Katie's points, but I didn't know he'd probably get that last week. The Slim Valley Reaper was in full effect. And if you like that nickname, we got a shirt. Uh, Check out the phnxlocker.com. What what do we got? It's It's a really nice shirt. Get some glasses, bro. (laughs) Can't see that. Oh, I see it. Right there in the corner. Yeah, I I might be smudging in your your eyes. That's it. Down there. Um, We talked about this on pregame show, but Flex, I do think you need your eyes checked. I might. I might. Big Park sent us a super chat, too. They said Katie hit 28,000 points, about to be ninth all time. Jeez. Crazy. That's a lot of points. Crazy. That's a lot. Call me when it gets to 30. I mean, yes, a lot you of guys, You guys got to do a show as to what team he goes into the Hall of Fame on. You don't that's go on it. That's a, a great. That's a great question, Jacob. That's a great question. They don't do that in NBA. No, no, no. no, no they, see, they don't do that in the NBA, but they kind of do. Because the night before the induction, they ask you. They like they asked Chuck, and he said 76ers. It's simple. It's thunder. That's where he won his MVP, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But what if he wins? What What if he racks off a, a title or two here, dog? Then what? It's still okay. See, he didn't win. That's here. where Kevin Durant became Kevin Durant. He won an MVP. His most famous quote: "You the real MVP." Uh, and his mom there, like that was that was where Kevin Durant became Kevin Durant. I think 
I think you're right, unless he wins multiple championships with the same team. To close yeah, so out if he his wins career. two with us, so and if he, he matches, wins two with us, he got then two I going think my um, if can he we get one before we out, two? Well, we're talking hypotheticals <laughs> yeah. here. Thanks, Everyone Jacob. knows that. Yeah, here's something I, I know I, is dangerous. He's, he's PHX, Katie. For the hoop heads in the chat, we're going. We just. I just want to say this. For the hoop heads in the chat, if you're a hoop head and you play basketball in your life and you and you play high school basketball, there's a number. There's a specific number that you want to leave high school with. That's a thousand points, right? Everybody wants to go to high school, play basketball, and be a thousand point scorer. That's it. Four years. You want to be a thousand point scorer. This man got twenty-eight thousand. Yeah. Like Come yeah, on, man. It's been 17 years. No, no, I get that. No, no, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying, like, some people play four years of high school basketball and they get a thousand points. They realize how hard it is to get a thousand well, points. It's not easy to get a thousand points in high school, which is why if you get a thousand points in high school, they typically put your number up there. And and this guy got 28,000 of those and he's still going. Like, he's damn, a top five yo. player. That's a lot. Time. That's a lot of points. I don't think people understand how many points that is. Look, if he wins, if he wins one title here, he's PHX KD, and sure. he should claim 100%. that because that'd be the most impressive thing he did in his career. Because it hasn't been done in fifty-six years mm -hmm. here, so which is why I think he goes in the sun. Because yeah. I think this is the one that would mean the most to him. The two and Golden State, I think he appreciates. And nobody, there's no argument yeah. with the Suns. I don't, in my opinion. I mean, I guess you could argue so, that there's a big three, but like, I don't know. I don't, it's not I don't that think it's the same. It's not. So, somebody in the chat said uh, he'd go in as a son just to spite Barkley. So uh, he might. If he wins that. a title here, I don't think he has to. I don't think uh, he's going in as a warrior. How am I always stacking says, what the hell? This Espo guy is a low-key hater. On KD? Uh, I How? Just, I just called him a top player of all time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Man. Sensitive. Oof. I don't know, man. Not so sensitive, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Chill a little bit. Good job, Kevin Durant. We're happy you're yeah. a Phoenix Sun. 28K <laughs> and the Slim Valley Reaper. All right, guys. Let's take a look at the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. All right. So the Suns get a... That was you? Oh, I thought you... I'm sorry. I, I sounded like you was, was ready say, to oh, go. what's in the box? Okay, yeah. now you can go. So Suns get a 130-125 dub. The numbers are strange here. Uh, both teams shoot 51% from the field. It's a miss and make league. Suns shoot 42% from three to, to the Sacramento Kings, 29%. But here's, here's the two numbers that are crazy to me, Espo. 72 to 42 points in the paint. I mean... When you look at Demontis Sabonis yeah. and what and the lack of Nurk in this game, it doesn't necessarily necessarily floor me, but it is. I mean, 30, 30, 30 point difference is pretty pretty crazy. And Jacob, fast break points twenty four to four. So if I told you, Jacob, real quick, super producer, if I told you before the game, the Suns were gonna get outscored by fifty. In the paint and in fast break points, how much we lose by? I ask you what we shot from three. That's what you would say? Ah, right, you're a smart man. Because we shot 42% to their 29. That's why we won. Well, so okay. you're a smart guy. Okay. That's a lot of points. 50-point differential, fast break points in the paint. Wow. I will give you that, but you can't. I think it's twofold. We talked about this before the game. Three-point shooting. Yeah. But it's free throws as well. You got to yeah. look at. Free throws and the differential tonight. They shot twelve more uh, and they made eleven more free throws. Eleven points at the charity stripe yeah. on top of what they did free throw wise. I mean, excuse me, three point wise, and that's how you eat into that that differential too. Yeah. Like it, it, that's and that's how you make up for having ten fewer shots as your opponent as well. That's a fact. What do you think, Lance? Um, I think I want to talk about these super chats here okay. real quick. Uh, so Eddie sent us one and they said, speaking of Katie, screwed Draymond and his podcast. Um, we're not going to dive super into that here on the show. We did in the pregame show and there is a clip on our YouTube page where we talked about it. But long story short, Draymond is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. That's really all there is. Agree. Yes. 
Don Davies sent us one and they said, my intention isn't to take a shot at Beal, but he's had more injuries alone than the entire Thunder team combined. When will they face some adversity? Okay, the entire Thunder team combined, I think, is the same age as, as Bradley Beal and the, and the big three. Here. Like They're a bunch of young guys, so sometimes that doesn't catch up. To that group, right? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Gordon Hayward's going to help uh, bring that injury number up for them. But when you're young, you don't face that as much. And yeah. that's that's just the reality. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Brad's had some bad breaks this year. He has. It's tough. Um, all right. Let's go back to Trevor's here real quick. Trevor had a couple additional thoughts here. He said, what role do you think Thad will play? Could he play tomorrow? Roddy minutes tomorrow. So, no, he probably won't play tomorrow. That's for sure. Because they haven't even officially announced yeah, it. Yeah, he's not playing. So, God, yeah, he's we're going to have to wait until after All-Star break for that one. Dude's not even in the state of Arizona tomorrow. Like, uh, David Roddy minutes, though? Honestly, maybe. It's the Pistons. I mean, if it's the Pistons and you up. I can see yeah, you get potential 30. David Roddy minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like David out. Roddy's the new Bull Bull. Everybody's just going to be excited when he gets out there on the court. Yeah. They want to they see see the guy. I think there's definitely an opportunity. In terms of Thad Young's role, he's been a backup five the last year or two. Yeah. I think that's the role that he's going to play who he here. is, yeah. Is, and it'll depend on matchup whether yeah. Eubanks gets those opportunities or Thad, and it's going to depend when Thad gets that chance, how well does he play yeah. here. If he can prove himself, I think he could find – some decent minutes of backup five. Yeah, yeah. Last thing on Rod, I mean, for the people wanting uh, Roddy in, I don't. I I think I'd be remiss to not mention this guy, Nasir Little. Like Nasir Little played well tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came in and played well. So Roddy's got some people in front of him. Like like Nasir's got to play too, and Nasir did a good job and hit some shots and did some things. So he got some time. But I love to see him. We up thirty, right? Bring mm-hmm. him in. Yeah, cool. why not? Um, also, go to Tech Review sent us one and said we got the full Jo experience in the third quarter. Oh, we sure LOL. did. <laughs> we did. We sure did. Missed uh, layup. Missed layup. Missed layup. Made three. And you go, huh? Yeah. He had to make up for the missed layups. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he, he sure needed did. two threes. Well, he was. He did it. He did the best he could. Okay. Yeah. He got it halfway done. We. Uh, I, but Josh Okogi does always. Still, it's the same thing we say every time. Even though the offense struggles. Oftentimes, his defense and what he brings as far as the intangibles and the energy and the effort, you, you can always count on it. Biggest play of the game. Last play of the game. Mm-hmm. Who got that tip so Grayson can get the rebound? Josh Okogie. So, yeah, I mean, you live with the missed layups, but he always brings great energy, defense, and intangibles. And, again, Book misses that free throw. He could be looking like a goat. I mean, uh, yeah, ghost the right word, right? Yeah. I mean, I know we use not go in, in the great, great. Yeah, but yes, but, he, right. As in the yeah, is that is that what they say? Yes, Lynch, correct is, me. Don't no, they, you're right. They yeah. use it in. Both Don't they ways, say in both but, ways? Like yes. if you do something wrong, and like you're looking like the goat today. Yeah. Right? Am I am I wrong? I don't know. Okay. I don't. So I haven't heard you're that. You're correct. One. That is Am an I appropriate turn of phrase for somebody that was born in the seventies. I haven't so. heard that one. I'm sorry. All right. All right. So I, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we before we vet, before we looked at goat I as only the ever greatest heard goat of all time. As greatest of all time. I didn't know goat was like a bad thing. Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, they're like, "Yo, you you're a goat." You know, it wasn't greatest of all time. It was like you play like crap. Well, play like a just be goat trash. today. Yeah, that was trash. Or cheeks. In da- yes, in the year of cheeks. our Lord and so Savior, twenty twenty four. That's cheeks. All right, so book missed a free throw, and Sacramento comes down and hits a three. Books book would have been cheeks tonight. Book would have been cheeks. Tonight. But Jo saved it. Jo got exactly. the tip. Yeah. So- sorry for that. I, yeah, I got extended. <laughs> it was like a long like lesson. Yeah. Um. One more super chat here from KT. They sent us two, actually. So the first one said, we need a backup center. What y'all think about Nerland's Noel or Kai Jones? And then sent it again. So twice, they really want us to know. Um, what do you think about Nerland's Noel, Kai Jones, or Todd Gibson is who we added in there. Thad Young is, is the guy that <laughs> fills that role. So. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like this final roster spot, they're going to try and look for maybe that backup point guard that we have been talking about a lot yeah. lately. I, if, if you get... Uh, DeLon Wright actually winds up on the buyout market. I, I think that's probably the guy they're they're looking at. Hello, you better cut it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello said no born in 1920s. <laughs> Hello was. 
He was. Yeah, yeah he probably they were, was. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we get um, news sooner rather than later on that last spot. And hopefully it works out really well. Um, unfortunately, our bets didn't work out very well tonight, except for Saul. Which is like the opposite of what we you wanted. Get, you oh, should get Saul punished. Yeah. yeah, because he didn't even make a pick. He just got the default, default money line bet. Oh, it, you know what? The new the new rule should be it's the opponent's money line. Yeah, flush that. Flush but that. to be fair, it was only a minus 190, so we only won like $5.26 from the bet. So here's what the leaderboard looks like now. But he is at the top, which is super unfortunate. 188.76 for Saul, 113.50 for Espo, 67.23 for me, minus 76.01 for Flex. I'm leaning into this, man. I'm not changing my bets. I make the same damn bet every night. Book KD Bill 20 points, Suns money line and over under. Well, not that's, tomorrow. That's what I do. Yeah, not tomorrow. <laughs> I'll change it for tomorrow, but yeah. I don't know. Listen, if you guys think you can do it better than us, or if you can't, it doesn't matter. Our friends over at the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Want to hook you up either which way. If you sign up for BetMGM using the bonus code PHNX, all you got to do is place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $5, and you're going to receive $150 instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope 467 Or call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Get stuffed, Ontario. Jacob, how long you been here today? Uh, I got here about 9.30 this morning. So a long time is yeah. what you're saying. Uh, you know what you deserve? What? It's definitely not a pay raise, but uh, <laughs> uh, you do deserve a nice ice cold beer from our friends over at Four Peaks. You're a golfer, Jacob. Have you tried the Bad Birdie Juicy Golden Ale yet? It's delicious. It is, and it's perfect to be out on the course or when you're just hanging out with friends, and it's a fantastic collab between Four Peaks and Bad Birdie. They say it's super drinkable, and I sure as hell hope so because that's what you do with beer. So visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please enjoy responsibly, especially you, Jacob. Especially you, Jacob. All right, guys, we have one final flower to hand out. This one is a big one. Devin Booker tonight passed Alvin Adams for the second most all-time points scored in Suns franchise history. He trails now only Walter Davis. This is a big one. Uh, congratulations to Devin. It's only a matter of time before he reaches Walter Davis as well. Here's what Av Alvin Adams had to say about Book getting super close and inevitably passing him. Someone just told me about about Devin uh, approaching uh, myself and then another couple months or a year to, to catch Walter. So, you know, back in the day, there weren't all these great stories, all, all these great articles coming about all, about all these fun facts. So uh, I don't remember when I took over the scoring lead from it was probably Dick Van Arsdale many years ago or the day that Walter passed me. Uh, I just enjoyed so much playing with Walter and now from the first year Devin got here, and people, I didn't know who he was. I asked him, I go, tell me about him. Oh, he's another Clay Thompson. I go, well, that's good. And in my opinion, he's better than Clay Thompson at every year. And uh, how, what an offensive player he is. But I remember watching his first year, how good his defense was. So somewhere on that uh, record list with all the different fun statistics, uh, he's going to pass me tonight and i don't know how many more a couple hundred points or a thousand points it is to get to walter but but isn't it fun watching devin booker in this this year's phoenix Suns? so devin booker now has thirteen thousand nine hundred and eighteen points walter davis is fifteen thousand six hundred and sixty six so again it's only a matter of time before devin booker reaches that number one spot here's what he had to say after tonight's game about the accomplishment um Hard to put the words, um, especially passing Alvin. You know, somebody that I have a, a high respect for, somebody that's been around this organization. 
um, not just as a player, but um, as a facility manager, always being hands-on and, you know, just, you know, his presence is there and been there from the beginning. So, you know, big shout out. I I love how much Devin embraces the history mm-hmm. and all this in the city. He he understands. It. Some guys would have no clue who Alvin Adams is. Yeah. Uh, and they'd be like, oh, you mean that real tall guy that's kind of around the arena with the glasses <laughs> or something? Devin understands. He gets the history with this team, and he understands his place in it now uh, being number two and, and how close he is uh, to passing uh, Walter Davis as well to be number one in this franchise and how fast he's got here too. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Devin Booker is the greatest Phoenix son of all time. Uh, and he just continues to move up that list and, and will be number one in scoring in no time. Yeah. I mean, he, this, this guy just, he just gets it and he makes it look so easy. He just, you know, the, the, everybody look at the Nike commercial, look at that trip, that clip where his father passes him the ball and he says, deeply rooted in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not just a line. This guy understands the history of basketball. He respects it. He cares about it. He cares about it. Like, that's not just a line for a Nike commercial. Rooted deep in the game. This guy knows what he's talking about. Good for Devin, man. Yeah, and KD also had some really nice things about to say about it as well. Yeah, I mean, just... A savant of the game, the work he puts in, uh, shows up on game nights every night, and uh, he inspires a whole generation of players, you know. So this is, as he hit these milestones, it's just actually what I expect him to do at this point, you know. And he deserves to be the number one all-time leading scorer in Suns history with the, the work he's put in, so I can't wait for that day. I don't know how many points he got until he passed that, you know. Walter's like at 15,000. Oh, so another season or two, another season. And um, and that just shows, you know, he hit the ground running as a rookie and hasn't looked back since. And uh, it's meant so much to the people here in Phoenix and in the state of Arizona. So congrats to him. But I know he wants number one. He wants number one. Of course he does. I mean, of course. That's why he plays with number one on the back of his jersey. Yeah. That's that's cool as hell. And and being that Devin got so much respect for Kevin, that's just cool, man. I'm so happy for that guy. I just, you know, just keep chugging away. He he'll be a top I think I'm gonna I have always said this. I think Devin will be top ten all time when it's all done. On the whole NBA list. Top ten all time. Scoring. Good job, Devin Booker. Proud of you. (laughs) All right, guys, if you are looking for an adventure, our friends over at the Arizona Lottery have an adventure for you called the Arizona Adventure. Now, there are three ways to play and win big. You can play Arizona Adventure lottery tickets that feature three iconic landscapes, Picacho Peak, Monument Valley, and Camelback Mountain. These tickets have prizes up to $50,000. You can also check in at geolocated adventures at 10 destinations across the state from Flagstaff to Yuma, or you can enter tickets online for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. The Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state and its communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. Flex, you're probably the most stylish guy around here at PHNX. Am know, I? Yeah, I think so. Do you know where I could oh. get that jacket that uh, that Katie was wearing? No, tell yeah. me how, where. How about, a, how about a pair of book ones? You I know, know where, where you can where get where those. Be? Because I'm, I'm going to need those to get in the club. Or yeah, at, run out of time. In a place that I I can hang out on a weekend and have a good time. Uh, and Casino, or, or excuse me, Gila River Casino is where I can do that. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. <laughs> Is is the place where I'm gonna go, go looking home. good, wearing that Katie jacket and my book ones. I'm gonna get into into their shows. I'm gonna play some table games. I'm gonna hit the food, which is best I've had at any venue like this. Okay, I'm gonna have a good time at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, Thanks to you helping my fashion game look better. Yeah, hey, I want to go with you. So yeah, so we'll hit that up. Yeah. Don't you worry, you look- uh, because no one does it better. 
uh, than casino, uh, Gila River casinos. Uh, you know, I, they, nobody does it better. I'm just, no, I, I'm just going to get to the CTA. The you do you flex at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit at, play at Gila.com for more details. It is late, people. It's almost uh, midnight. That's right. It's almost midnight, but have no fear because Gerald's here, everybody. Ooh, that- In the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to Gerald, welcome in. Nice backdrop. You look yeah. so schmancy tonight. Thank you. The uh, They were tearing down the court out there, so I had to make do in here where we have the uh, the podium behind me. So. Well, it looks good. Gee I money. like it. That looks good. Um, we just got done talking about Devin moving into second in uh, all-time scoring for the Suns franchise and hearing from Devin and KD on that accomplishment. How much do you just love the way that Devin always talks about those who have come before him? Yeah, absolutely. It's something that he embraces, and it's something that the past greats in this franchise embrace him in return. Um, It's actually what I'm going to be writing about for tomorrow's newsletter. I got to sit down with Alvin Adams for about five minutes before the game and talk about his early memories of Book and his relationship with him and what he thinks of what he's meant to this organization and, and being passed by who, uh, someone who's probably going to be the greatest son of all time by the time he is all said and done here, if he's not already. So um, lots of good stuff out of Vogel, KD, book about that. Booker, it's obviously something that's important to him. Um, and, you know, Vogel was saying it was just a matter of time until he moved up there, just like it's just a matter of time before he passes Walter Davis. If he continues scoring at a rate of like 27 points per game, which is around what he's been averaging these last three years, he's going to pass Walter Davis sometime next season. So it, it's coming and it's going to be exciting when he does get here. I loved how giddy KD was and how he was just smiling, talking about how much that would mean to book and how excited he is for that day to come. So it's a really cool thing. And it was kind of funny because someone challenged Booker on how much he actually knew about Alvin Adams and he joked, he scored a lot of points, didn't he? <laughs> so ah. it's a, it's a cool relationship that he has with some of the past greats in this franchise. Gee, I got a question, man. Let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the big homie Royce Royce. That's what I'm calling him. Um, nine, nine points, four rebounds, five assists, four steals, a block. Uh, earlier in the pregame, we talked about them gradually getting him into the flow of things. I think Frank Vogel said about 15 minutes tonight. He ended up doubling that, closing the game on defense, getting some big shots in the fourth. Talk to me about the feeling you get from about Royce's performance as well as if you got anything from the locker room, any of the players or coaches. Talk about how big Royce was tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was huge on both ends of the floor. I think he had what was it, three or four steals on top of like five assists. He knocked down some big threes. Frank Vogel was saying he came in and had an immediate impact. Um, and, you know, obviously Beal's injury paved the way for him to play a lot more minutes than I think they were originally planning for him. But that wound up being a good thing because they don't win this game without him and the small ball lineups they were able to trot out there. I had asked Vogel yesterday at practice about, you know, envisioning Royce with those small ball lineups where Katie's at the five. And he had said, you know, on both ends, we feel like he can make an impact. And he definitely did tonight. Those small ball lineups were kind of what, you know, paved the way for the Suns to get back into this game. Um, And Royce was just monumental in that. KD highlighted some of his defensive stops on DeMontis Sabonis. Um, You know, obviously the big time threes that he hit in his first home game, that was really cool to see the way that the crowd embraced him and that he was not afraid of the moment. But they've also highlighted how vocal he has been defensively, how he's been encouraging communication, which is something that Vogel has said needs to improve. So Royce looks like a seamless fit for this group. You know, he's not going to be as good every night as he was tonight, especially on the stat sheet, but he really does look like a great two-way fit. And this is why we were kind of excited to sign him on the buyout market. You uh, you gave an update on Twitter when it came to Bradley Beal, but give everybody an update. What was the level of concern you felt when you uh, were talking with Frank Vogel about him? Yeah, so Bradley Beal, he said he pulled his hammy. They're calling it a ha- or Vogel is calling it a hamstring strain. We're going to get official word from the team probably tomorrow. But yeah, he is ruled out for tomorrow already. 
which makes sense because it's a back-to-back. You don't want to test that heading into the all-star break. There's no point. It's a very bad Pistons team that you should be able to beat without Bradley Beal. Um, so they're, you know, they're going to be cautious with that. They're going to give him extra time over the all-star break to heal. Um, you know, Beal had already been toying around with the idea of getting that uh, nasal surgery done to kind of reset his nose, which is going to take a couple days to heal. So this might, I mean, it's not a blessing in disguise by any means because hamstrings are, can be tricky, but they're erring on the side of caution for sure. And hopefully this is the right time for that type of injury with the break coming up and plenty of time to recuperate. I'm sorry. The poor guy just hey. can't catch a break. Yeah, no, he he can't catch it. But, A.G., I have a question. You just mentioned about resetting Brad Beal's nose. Any Mm -hmm. time frame of how long you think it's going to take to reset Lindsey's foot? Um, (laughs) I don't know if you can see it, but it's kind of pointing the wrong way. (laughs) And so... uh, I mean, that's just what happens when you got really big feet. Sometimes, you know, they just do their own thing. So, I mean, she might have sprained it right before pregame. So, what do you think? Frank got anything, any timeline on Lindsey's foot getting fixed there? (laughs) I don't know. We're going to have to talk to Jay Caspar and see if he has any extra like bowl bowl size shoes. Cause I think, I don't know. It looks like we're going to need to fix those lens. No, Optical illusion. It's, it's day to day. Day to day. But we're going with doubtful. <laughs> okay. Jeff. Gerald, I apologize for these non-serious questions on this show. I do not accept this kind of line of questioning Sad. for you. Uh, we discussed this earlier with, uh, uh, with Bradley Beal out, who would you turn to in the starting lineup? Do you think Royce has proven enough in two games, or would you go with Eric Gordon? Uh, you know, I honestly, it's the Pistons, so I don't think it matters too much, and hopefully that's the only game you have to worry about this. But um, I would give Royce a shot in the starting lineup just to see how he does, just to give you a little bit more size out there. Um, if you're looking for continuity, I think Gordon is the way to go. But you kind of want to bring his scoring in off the bench. And I like what I saw out of Royce just being a complimentary piece, um, a guy that can come in and have an impact on both ends of the floor. So I think it'd be interesting to see Royce in the starting lineup. I'm not sure which way they'll go in these situations. It's pretty much been Gordon whenever they've had to replace Grayson or Beal in that starting lineup. Um, but I guess we'll see tomorrow. Again, though, it's, it's the Pistons, so it shouldn't matter too much one way or the other. I, I got um, one more question. Any anything on Nas? Uh, I was impressed with the Nas little minutes. Uh, anything from mm-hmm. Frank Vogel on Nas? I thought that was a tremendous thing that they were able to get through the deadline without getting rid of Nas. And I still think Nas can help this basketball team. And I I liked what I saw from him tonight. Anything from Frank, a coach, on the minutes that Nas got? Yeah. So Katie actually shouted out Nas's big time three that he hit there. Uh, I think it was the fourth quarter that he knocked that one down. And they had to sub him out a little bit later because that lineup was getting beat up inside by DeMontis Sabonis. Um, But Vogel was shouting out a lot of guys tonight. Nas was definitely one of them in terms of just, you know, the typical staying ready thing. But the way that he was able to switch on defense, the big time three that he made there, um, and just giving them solid minutes. You know, it's been tough for him this season getting inconsistent playing time. But over these last handful of games, except for the Warriors game, he's come in and quietly done his job, which is to be a switchable wing, knock down shots if he gets them, be aggressive, be physical defensively. And he's done all those things, and he did that again tonight. So quietly really good minutes for Nas. Um, Vogel also did shout out Yusuf Nurkic, who, let's be honest, like the Suns were rolling with the small ball lineups. They went away from Nurk. It was starting to feel like it just wasn't his game. And Vogel went back to him in that fourth quarter because Sabonis was beating him up on the inside. And Nurk was able to come in, have an impact, and then be okay with being subbed out later when they decided to go small again to close. So that's not easy to do as a player, especially, you know, we I'm sure you guys talked a lot about the Draymond Yusuf Nurkic stuff. He's been, you know, getting blasted on Twitter. There's been a lot of talk about him and Draymond all week. So for him to have that type of mentally strong performance uh, is pretty impressive. Gerald, I have one real question and then one really real question. Okay. okay. So the first real question, Amelia wow. and a couple other people in the chat keep bringing up Grace and Allen's hand. I yes. must have missed this. What, what happened? And is he cool? Is he good? So it looked like he jammed his hand. I think it was going for a loose ball or he made contact with Fox. I think it was, but um, it, it didn't look, he was kind of wringing out his hand. It didn't look like he was comfortable using it down the stretch there. I did ask Frank Vogel about it after the game. He said, I haven't gotten an update from the medical team. He was able to close the game. So that's a good sign, but we're going to have to wait until tomorrow to figure out 
uh, the extent of what that hand injury is. Okay, my second really real question is, when are we going to find out if Book likes chocolate ice cream or not? Soon. That's all I can say is soon. It's a long season. You know You know how Damian Lee is going to be back before the end of the regular season? Promise we'll find out before the end we, of the regular season? We'll, we'll find out if Devin Booker likes chocolate ice cream. All I'm going to tell season. you is that the Suns posted that Katie likes strawberry ice cream on Instagram oh, today. So... Uh-huh. You might want to get to it real quick. Gerald, I'm sorry about this tomfoolery. This is not acceptable. (laughs) I will not stand for this kind of crap on this program. Uh, I will make sure that it's better tomorrow night. Thank you, Espo. I appreciate (laughs) you. Are you going to be here tomorrow night, Espo? I'm just making sure. You firing me? No, I'm just making sure. Yeah, I'll be here. Don't you worry. I was just wondering if you were the tomfoolery that was leaking or not. I will will be making sure that everything is uh, copacetic tomorrow. Wait, do I get to take tomorrow off? Uh, No. (laughs) But we will be making sure they behave themselves. All right. Gerald, anything else? Last thing. Everybody was very impressed and surprised by Eric Gordon getting up for that alley-oop lob. Frank Vogel joked that he asked Eric Gordon, what did you do with Eric Gordon when he got up for that one? Book started laughing when he was talking about, I didn't expect him to keep going up and get that thing up there when it touched the ceiling. So uh, they were very impressed with Eric Gordon busting out a Team Bahamas-style dunk tonight. You know what's funny, G? The only reason why he got that dunk is because his teammate didn't know it was him. And yep. Royce O'Neal ain't been here long enough. He's like, oh, I'm, I think that's somebody that could jump. Oh, that's Eric. <laughs> so, KD literally said that. He said Royce threw it, and I was like, who's he throwing that to? Because I know we have a small ball lineup out here. He goes. So shout out to KD because he definitely didn't know what the hell he was doing there, but he got it. Uh, <laughs> anything else? No. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. It's a back-to-back We will not have a pregame show, though, however, because the takeover, like I said. But if you want to hang out with us before the game, get yourself a ticket to the takeover. Go phnx.com. Click the events tab. You'll find everything you need there. But we will have a postgame show for you guys. So plan to come hang out with us tomorrow evening after the game wraps up for our postgame show. Until then, you can give the show a follow on social at phnx underscore sons. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, even if you're an old guy, you can surprise yourself sometimes. <laughs> Just ask Eric Gordon. Ahoy, hoy. hoy. <laughs>